sounds on the beat. Sounds on the beat. I just hopped up out the train, about to do another show. Cashing my checks in, then I do the woo woo. Either I'm fast or the city really slow. Cause I'm passing them like, bro, let's go. Oh, they mad, huh? Oh, they mad, huh? The gag is, I'ma shade anyway. But the gag is, I'ma show up all day. And the gag is, they gon' tune in anyway. <laughs> These bitches could never. Uh, let's go. You know, I always go back and I read the YouTube comments. You know, I'm one of those people that says he doesn't care what the people say, but always goes right back to see what they're saying. And y'all be telling me that I stole sound effects from people. Who the fuck invented sound effects in this era? Y'all are so pathetic, acting like everything's original. Bitch, if Oprah Winfrey and Phil Donahue wasn't here, we wouldn't even have talk. We'd be sitting at home talking to people that we don't love, like our families. Now, I mean, I'm just saying, this is, everybody does this. So, so if I come and I do, where's it at? Stop telling me that belongs to somebody. Okay. Now, if you really want to know everything, I've stolen everything I've done. Everything I've done has been <laughs> stolen. Not really stolen, but more like borrowed or inspired. You know what I mean? Like, oh, because I talk to people, that's stealing. No, bitch, it's called conversation, ho. Shit your daddy should have had with your mammy to realize that their incompatibility was going to breathe a bitch like you. Well, not you, my people, but you, the haters, you know, that are watching. <laughs> Honey, Zaydon came up here last week. <laughs> she pumped through with a good cover girl. Uh, what do you call that? A beat. Huh? A beat. What's a beat? But what is that that the women put on when they're skinned? When it needs to be, Foundation. look how I looked at Alexis. Not, 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 not. I was judging. I'm just saying because your makeup be pretty good. What is it when they put on the stuff that it's makeup, but you can't tell it's makeup, but it makes everything look oh, oh. nice, oh, but it ain't real. Like concealer. Uh, concealer. Oh, yeah. Blur state. Concealer. The reason they call it concealer is because they conceal in a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> right. That's why. <clears throat> Honey, if I was straight. I'm telling you what our first date would look like. It'd be a water gun fight. <laughs> It'd be a water gun, water balloon. I would. We would do a barbecue, get some 1942. I'd nudge you in the pool, bitch. You had to fall in. I had to get you out. But when I pull you out, I'm going to be drawing you off like, oh, my God. But I'm going to start with your face first. 
Because if I wax on, wax off your face, and it's two big old round circles of clear right here, and the concealed then come unconcealed, now we got a problem. Because I've been looking at some of these before and after DIY, do it yourself, DIY videos, and I'm going to tell you all right now, they need to put new legislature in, in action. Women and men. Oh, my God. There's a man on Beagle. Hold on. There's a man on Beagle. I don't know if he's a drag. I think he's drag. But in case she's trans, I want to be very sensitive to that. Right? Proper pronoun, because I don't know. And I'm not going to say no name. But what I would say was I saw them putting on their beat two different people. And y'all can figure out who that is. I'm not, I ain't doing that. But anyway, um, I'm here. We have a full show. I said that on Tuesdays, I was going to try this new thing of taking a nap. But today I did not take a nap because I was talking friends off ledges all day. Like, that's what I do because I'm a good friend. But either way, I, I love spending time with people who love to hear a good word. And so today I spent some time doing that. But I have to tell you, uh, even though I did all of that, uh, I had to come back here and get ready for the show because Tuesdays are the days that I get to gag with you. I feel like I should be doing this every day. I'm not ready to make that type of commitment yet because once you do a show like this every day, you have no life. You know, I mean, like, I think that if like somebody was like, you know, we're going to pay you like, you know, you know 300000 a month, something like that. I'll be right. I'll be when the staff got here, got here every day. I'll be sitting right here in the seat like this. What's what we doing <laughs> every day? But anyway, that's not the deal right now. Okay, look. So, look, we have an exciting new show today. So, you're going to get a chance to come gag with me later. Let me give you the phone number right now for those of you that are tuning in uh, late and for the first time. This is the number right here 1402 Gagging. Um, you can put that in your phone and call me. And this link right here, this link right here, this is how you get to come up and talk to me. Hurry up and get in the queue before Zadon comes. Like right now, just click this link. If you fill it up, he will not be able to get in. But if y'all don't fill it up, Zaydan gonna get here, and I'm gonna let Zaydan up here because at this point, it's Zaydan versus Amberlynn for me. <laughs> Honey, last week, you know, I'm still getting over this cold, and I don't really have a cold no more. Now I just have the sinuses. Oh my god! But um, I wasn't feeling well enough to argue with them. Amber, she said what she said. Uh. Queen Sharon said what she said. Zaydan was, you know, low-key throwing shade, talking about I'm his mentor. I've never met with him, not even for cappuccino. Um, and the the girls got into it. And it is what it is. But, you know, they've been holding the show down from day one. You can't pop in and out and do your little reviews and think you could come back over and read bitches down. It's not going to work like that. Okay, but anyway... That is it. Also, let me go ahead and put up this disclaimer right here. Now, this basically says a lot of shit's going to go down, and I'm tired of getting sued. So just leave it alone. All right. Now, I had dinner with my attorney last night. You know, we working through these lawsuits. But now what, what I'm doing is I'm suing people who sued me. If you sue me and you don't have a reason to sue me, I'm suing you. And I know it sounds petty, but... If you make me pay money to defend a bullshit lawsuit against you, I want my money back. And I'm going to implement a new section here at the show called the gag order. In fact, I need a gag order sound. 
and I need bitches is mad. This is what I'm going to do. When I hear y'all out in these streets talking that bullshit that I don't agree with, I'm going to issue a gag order. First of all, I'm going to read you for filth, and then you're going to be issued a gag order. And when that gag order comes down, it's like filling your mouth up with a big old long banana during breakfast. You've been gagged. So you will get the gag order. But shout out to my attorney and everybody out there defending me. I love all of you. All my attorneys are black, by the way. That deserves an applause. Now, I want to give you guys an update on my life because I know you're following me on Instagram. By the way, I'm going to start getting way more active on Instagram, and I think I'm heading back to Clubhouse. I'm figuring it out now. If I do, I already have an idea of what I want to do over there because I used to get Clubhouse juking, and Clubhouse is kind of like tired now, but I'm, I want to go over there because the people are still there, and I still got a big following. So I'm like, let me go back over to Clubhouse and play around, but bring some content. So I'm figuring that out. So hopefully you stay tuned and make sure you follow me. Let me give you my phone number, too, in case you need to stay in touch with what I got going on, because I do have a lot going on. My number is 310-388-6463. It's right here. Just put it in your phone right now. If you don't believe me, you can text me, and I'll tell you who. Let me pull it up right now. And if you text me right now, I'm going to tell you who texted me. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, those of you that know that I'm lonely, <laughs> no, I don't have a man and no, I don't have kids, but I do have a dog. Um, I have two dogs, actually. One of their name is Chanel. Let me show you Chanel. This is Chanel. Chanel is beautiful. When I tell you, I know a lot of y'all want to take a shower with me and get in my bed. She has been in both. The other day, she followed me around the house all day. And I was like, girl, I need a break, you know? And so I said, well, let me go take a, a shower. So I took her upstairs because she can't walk up the stairs. So I took her upstairs and I put her in the bathroom with me while I was taking a shower. And she's standing at the shower with her paw on the glass. I'm looking at her like, okay, well, dogs don't like water. So I opened the door like, what? She got in the bathtub. And was licking the water and running around in the shower. I said, nah, nah, we're not about to do this. You're not supposed to like it. This is supposed to be my safe space where you sit on the other side looking at me and waiting on me to get out. Nah, not, not Chanel. And then when she got out, she did what I hate. I don't like getting out of the shower or the bath and putting my feet in my slippers because I got Uggs. These are furry cloth. She got out and sat on, not, not, she, she laid across the UGG and then got up and started sniffing it. Yeah, it smells like dog, wet dog. Anyway, Chanel has now gone to boarding school. She's gone for the next four weeks. Chanel shit and pissed in my house. Today I had to order 10 deodorizers that will be electronically placed throughout my house. And you will walk through in here. Shh. All day long. And it's going to be pushing out air scent because I refuse to live in a kennel. I refuse to live in a house that smells like a dog. Now, mind you, she's so cute. She's smushy. And I never liked those smash face dogs. But it's something about the green eyes and the white eyelashes and the little pink lips. And she be looking at me. I ain't going to lie. I kind of fell in love with the dog. Now, mind you, I didn't even plan to buy the dog. I went to brunch with Tiffany. Do we have that photo? I went to brunch with Tiffany Haddish, and Tiffany said, I got a dog on the way. I'm like, you got a dog? She's like, yeah, I bought a dog. She showed me the picture. I fell in love with her dog. She goes, oh, she got a sister. 
So her dog name is Diamond, and then my dog's name is what's the dog name? Chanel. <laughs> well, when I bought Chanel and I saw how needy she was, you know, Zeus who stays with me, he he's allergic to the dog. His face broke all out. I'm like, oh hell no, if the babysitter face broke out, cause she about to sleep in your room. Like <laughs> she ain't sleeping in my room. You know, laying in bed with a nigga, the fireplace brewing, and then here goes she. No, but you done fucked up the flow. I'm too old to, you know, I'm like one of those flames. Once you light it, bitch, you better get everything you can get from it. Because you cannot relight this light. You cannot relight it after it's been lit. You know what I mean? Like once it's been lit, if the fire fades, honey, I'm going to bed. Because I'm tired. I got too much going on. Work up all this energy to light the flame and then a bitch put it out and then talk about you. That That's like when I'm having sex with you. The slightest thing could turn me off. If you turn me off, I'm not starting over. It's like starting a movie and then getting to like a third way through. And then all of a sudden you go, what happened? You think I'm going to rewind the whole movie for you? I got what happened. Nigga, you didn't get it? Movie over. Cough drops. Because I have like, this is so crazy. My sinuses have been almost clear all day. Right now, when I sat down, I feel snot right here. And I want to suck it out so hard, but it would be so nasty. And y'all will literally take that video and say I'm on cocaine. So I'm literally going to let that snot sit there until we do a transition to a segment. And then I'm going to, Johnny, going to mute the, the mic. And I'm going to suck this snot all the way out and swallow it, too. I'm just going to act like it's, you know. Anyway, so once I got Chanel, I was like, now, you know. Chanel going to need somebody to hang with. And when I wear Chanel, I like to mix it up and call it label blending by getting me a little Gucci. So here's Gucci. Now, Gucci is cute as fuck, y'all. Gucci is boarding a first-class American Airlines flight from Florida. And this is for real. Like, she's flying. Well, she ain't flying first class. They're going to put her somewhere on the plane. But she's flying. He's flying. He. Gucci's a boy. Gucci. Now, let me tell you how I know Gucci is my child. Because today they sent me photos of Gucci getting a checkup before she before he checked out. And look at the photo. Y'all look at the side eye already looking like, bitch, what is you doing? Don't you put your hand on my ass now. I know I'm going to this gay nigga house. I ain't with the gay shit. No, you're not. And, she, and Karen looking at her like him like, girl, hit boy, look. Look, look, Gucci is like, if she don't get her arm from around my neck, ho, if this was me, I would be in jail. Black Lives Matter. Look, at the end of the day, shout out to the breeders, man. Good, very professional people. These dogs have cost me. Why y'all didn't tell me how much dogs are? Just, I ain't want to talk about it. It's a lot, y'all. There's a lot. But either way, I understand now why people love dogs. Because now I actually miss Chanel. I'm like, can I see my dog? I miss her. She When when she's sitting there on my feet, she's like looking at me like, oh, I want you. No nigga looks at me like this. This is what I'm saying. She's looking at me like, oh, I want you. And then, and then she wants you to pick her up. The minute you pick her up, she falls asleep in your hands. And she's mushy, real soft skin. My staff are going to love her. Andrew, my assistant, you know, he was here yesterday in the house and he he walks around all day talking about how he got this fancy degree. Oh, 
I got this child development degree. I can help children. I can help children. Here I have a child now. And he look at the video. You have the video? You have the video from yesterday? Send the video. So we're in the house hanging out. And I say to Andrew, put your child development degree to use and go get the dog. So Andrew goes to help the dog. But here's the deal. Nobody told me that the female dogs have periods. So now they're like, you need to go get her pampers. I'm not buying doggy pampers. No, I don't have to. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to buy her. I'm going to buy her a Chanel collar. I'm going to buy Gucci a Gucci collar. I'm going to buy a doggy stroller. I'm going to buy some Gucci shoes and some Chanel boots. Yes, these dogs will be dressed up for the holidays. You know how white people be putting leashes on their kids and clothes on their dogs? Well, I'm going to do that. <laughs> well, my dogs are going to be thoughts, honey. <laughs> They're going to be thoughts. But anyway, so Gucci's on the way. And as soon as Gucci gets here, I'm going to take photos with Gucci. And then I'm sending Gucci to boarding school. So both of them are going to be gone for the first two first month or so. Because they need to be trained not to piss his shit in the house. I took Chanel outside, walked up and down the hill in front of my neighbors. She didn't do nothing. Brought her in the house, went straight to the rug and pissed. I said, oh, hell no. You got this shit. You you a little too comfortable. So anyway, those are my dogs. You have the video? So I'm going to show you this video of me instructing Andrew what to do with my dog. Now, here's the other thing. Now I got to be aware of all you PETA people out there because all you PETA people are now in my inbox about the things that I'm doing with my dog. Your dog looks like it's too hot. Your dog doesn't look happy. Your dog is crying. Your dog shouldn't be on the first floor. Oh, you're treating your dog. What would you put your child in a room all day? Why you have it in a crate all day? Then I asked my staff, do I get a switch? You know, because when I was a kid and I did shit that I wasn't supposed to do, I got a switch, a whipping with a switch. They tell me if you whip your dog with a switch, the PETA people are going to show up at your house. Now I can't whoop the dog, so I can't whoop the dog. But I thought you were supposed to whoop dogs, did you? See? Black people. All the black people in the studio say, yeah. Because we were raised that anything that's not acting right, you whoop it. The one non-black person in the room says, absolutely not. You know, non-black kids, y'all was trained to call the police and shit. We was trained to make secrets. I fell down. <laughs> I bumped into a wall. Black kids were trained to lie, baby. You better not go to school and tell that white man in the office that you got an asshole because when you get home, you're going to get another ass whooping. Because once they take your black ass away to the little foster place, they're going to bring you right back because they're not going to be able to deal with you. My family always told me, don't you go outside this house and say shit or you will get your ass whooped. And then they gave me up. And then I was in the foster care telling everything, everybody. Okay, well, look, this is the video of me telling my, my assistant, Andrew, to use his child development degree to take care of a dog. Look. Assistant is on the phone with the dog trainer. Why? Because the damn dog has shit and pissed. And the dog, hey. In a crate in this big house. Uh-huh. Train the dog, Andrew. You have a child development degree. Put it to you. Assistant is on. Now, 
apparently I'm not even supposed to put the dog in the crate downstairs because the dog needs to be closer to me. So when the when the trainer came over and asked Zeus and I, uh, did you hear the dog make any noise to go outside? Zeus said, yeah, I heard it wake up at 347, but I mean, I wasn't going to get up. Well, that's when he decided to shit in the crate. <laughs> Cheat. And I also have been misgendering my dogs. <laughs> you know, is that wrong? Is that a thing? How about my dogs are non-binary, yeah. right? Yeah. So my dogs are Demi Lovato's. Yes. Yes. Hi, Demi. So uh, my dogs are non-binary. <laughs> and don't don't message me shit about what I said about Demi Lovato because she don't even know who she... They don't even know who they are. So I can say whatever. Because I think Demi Lovato is on the biggest scam of her life right now. She's letting mental illness run amok. Um, her and Caitlyn Jenner, in my opinion, are messing up the movement for a lot of us and a lot of them because they're just doing too much. Yes, I'm going to spoil my dogs rotten. I'm definitely going to have dogs laying in my bed. There's going to be one nigga right here, one nigga right here, and then my dogs. And then now, I didn't even know so many guys love guys with dogs. Guys are like, yo, we should go on a doggy date. I'm like, nigga, I wouldn't have dated you without your dog. Your dog ain't about, my dog ain't about to make you come up here with your dog. You know what I mean? But but if you find as hell and you got a dog, I don't care what kind of dog it is. As long as your dog don't eat my dog, because I'm going to bring pepper spray. And I'll pepper spray the shit out your dog um, if something happened. What? If you got a dog getting attacked by a big, your, your mastiff is chewing up my my American pit bull, whatever that, I don't even know what kind of dog she knows. What is that? French, it's, no, it's not American bulldog. Bulldog, she's cute. Okay, well, I know y'all don't care about my dog as much as you care about what we got to talk about now. It's the tea with Jason Lee. Applause is pretty long. By the way, I caught Wendy Williams today. Michael Rappaport was on there. He's a white man. Now, he's been in some of our movies with Spike Lee, so we've kind of accepted him. But what I realized, I know he DMs us a lot at Hollywood Unlock. He really is a troll. He is a troll. And he trolls our culture a lot. And we've allowed it to happen. I don't know why, but whatever. He was on the win- he was on a black woman's talk show today hosting it. Talking about talking shit about a black woman. I don't understand what's happening. You went on a black woman's show with that tired ass plaid shirt and sweater on, reading a black woman for filth as a whole ass white man. You look like what Mr. Rogers would have looked like had he been receiving wick. <laughs> and what I don't understand is why they continue to make Wendy's show so white. It's turning into a different show. Now, Sherry Shepard, I have to tell you, you did a damn good job. I'm going to give you an applause. <laughs> Sherry Shepard did a good job. She also paid homage to Wendy Williams. Now, I could tell you the fakeness when everybody comes up. Oh, Wendy, we hope that you're well and that you're coming back. Did y'all all send her flowers? Did y'all all call her? Have you been to her house? Have you checked on her? I don't know about all that. But what I will say is, 
Sherry Shepard did a great job of paying homage to Wendy and she held the show down. I thought she did a good job. So, I, th- I mean, I, I, I think she could have spilled the tea a little bit more because, you know, people want to be funny, but they don't want to go there. Wendy goes there. That's what we need. You know what I mean? And today watching um, Rappaport do his thing, I don't think he's not a talk show host. He's a name. And yes, he's he's good with Instagram, but you know, you could read somebody for filth on Instagram, honey. But when you got to get in front of that camera and you got to get into some shit and really get into it, it's a different level of talent. And I just he doesn't do it for me. Uh, the show is a different type of show. Now I'm not watching it. I'm only gonna I'm only watching it when I catch it. Today I just happened to catch that. So let me see if they if they took my notes. And clearly they didn't take my notes because they don't care. And I'm telling you right now, Wendy Williams doesn't come back. That show will be canceled. Because the show is not the Wendy show. It's something I think right now they're rotating all these hosts in because they're trying to find somebody to replace her. But you cannot replace Wendy. And people are saying, oh, you should go do the show. I don't even want to do the show now. Me and the owner of the show, the creator of the show, had words. And um, I didn't put it out yet what he said to me. But it will be in my next book, How I Stopped Giving a Fuck and Started Winning. Because the way you start winning is by by, uh, not giving a fuck. You know, and can't nobody hold nothing over me and say, well, if you don't do this, this is what you're not going to get. Or if you do this, this is what you get. I ain't no cherry. Y'all can hang over my head to make me feel some type of way. If y'all take every blessing from me because I keep it real on my own platform, I'm fine. I make enough money to live a very comfortable life. But either way, I'm looking at the show and what they're doing to the show is just it's embarrassing. You know, you know what else is embarrassing? when the uh, CEO of Instagram gets locked out of his account. (laughs) That sound effect is so dramatic. Can you hear the show? Wait, if I walked in a room and heard this, (laughs) bitch, I would sit down with a drink like this. What's tea? I would just, I would pull up a seat right there. And all I would want to hear them say again is. That was fun. Okay. Adam, the head of Instagram, was locked out of his own Instagram account because somebody said he was dead. Now, how are you sitting in the head office and everybody see you? What employee was dumb enough to lock out the CEO of Instagram? Now, this is a photo of Adam. Now, Adam looks, just by the nature of this photo, smart. Right? He looks smart. And Adam is a cool guy from what I've heard, and he's down with the culture. He's been on The Breakfast Club. He's been around. I mean, he's somebody who I know he gets it. He has a great he has great content on his Instagram page, too. I always wonder why he gets high engagement, though. Because he's the head of Instagram. And because he's white. Instagram is different for white people than it is for people of color. Unless we die. I saw a kid the other day died, and on his parents' page, there were 68,000 comments. It has to be something so moving that it just pulls at all our heartstrings. There was a lot of white people commenting on it, too. I really feel like the algorithm is just set up to not work for us. And I'm telling you, as somebody who owns a media company, where it's disappointing, is that we build our platforms up in order to build our audiences to reach them about stuff that's important, like uh, the Arbery trial that's going on right now, uh, where there's a predominantly white jury 
There's 11 white people and one person of color that's going to decide the fate of those guys. Why is it that we can't reach our audience and tell them? You know, there's LGBT stuff going on. There's the whole conversation around Dave Chappelle and whether or not he crossed the line, which I think is a great conversation for both communities to have so we can build that bridge. There are There's COVID, misinformation out there about COVID. We can't, we're shadow banned. And so when I heard about the head of Instagram being uh, brought out by a scammer by the name of at Simran Ray, Cian Ray, whatever, they said that they were responsible for it, claiming to have created a fake obituary in order to convince the Instagram people that he that their CEO had died. Now, this is just pure foolishness. Now, you remember I went on The Breakfast Club and told them how Karen Civil was backdoor channeling relationships at Instagram. And I heard she's still working with labels and using them as a way of getting in. Now, this is what I heard from some people at the label labels. Now, what I will tell you is that, um, you know, Instagram has never even responded to me about those claims, although I understand that she's not as, you know, welcomed over there from what I've heard, but she's still somewhat involved. But, you know, there's been a lot of things going on over there with, with people of color's pages. I just got spiritual word brought back up. Now I'm working on getting them verified. I helped uh, I helped uh, uh, Fameless get verified. So her account was protected. I helped the neighborhood talk. Um, you know, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, they're verified now. If they're not verified, they're getting verified. But they just had a recent issue over there too, but working to get them verified. I've been trying to help all of our platforms have certain levels of protection so that way we can all flourish like the other folks. Time Magazine, CNN would never be shadow banned. They would never allow it to happen. But then when I see what happened with the CEO of Instagram, I'm like, well, hell, right at this point, anything could happen over there. Now, a person from Meta, which is the new Instagram Facebook, said, the spokesperson said, told an insider who confirmed that um, Adam's account was incorrectly memorialized for a brief period of time. So it was brought down and Instagram's head account was quickly restored. Now, this is what I understand, Instagram. Why can y'all quickly restore his account, but you can't quickly restore ours? So Instagram, you got different levels of importance. So head Instagram fixed immediately. Nigga Instagram, go away. Because two weeks of shadow banning now, and you're telling me that there's nothing you could do that it's a, quote, bug. Let me tell you what the bug is, y'all, and how y'all treat the culture. You guys have been you guys have been disparate in how you've applied your rules for a long time. And I'm a partner at Instagram and Facebook. Let's be very clear. So you, you didn't partner with me to be a lapdog and say what you wanted me to say. You wanted me to be a critic. I'm a critic on the inside, as you know, many meetings and conversations over there. Adam, maybe you don't know, have lots of conversations with your people. But Instagram and Facebook, you demonetize black people's content. You you demonetize Instagram stories, IGTV. There are content creators making their whole livings and paying for employees to have a living using your platform. I know it's a privilege, but the privilege should not be treated like a punishment when it doesn't fit your, quote, white narrative. You guys will take content that people post and say that it is violent. Well, guess what? Niggas getting killed by police officers is violent. But it's not violence that we're producing and promoting. It's violence that we are making our communities aware of because without your platforms, we'll continue to allow these people to get away with it. You don't never do it to Sean. What's that nigga name? Sean King. The alleged white man that's over there profiting from it all, selling $150 sweaters. 
he he the new Yeezy of black niggas dying. So what I don't understand, Instagram. What's going on? What we gotta do? We gotta leave. We gotta hit your your shareholders. What we should? What I'm gonna do? I'm telling y'all right now. I'm gonna create an online forum to talk about the issue of Instagram, and I'm gonna call key members of the culture to see if they'll participate it in it. And I'll tell you who I invite, and I'll tell you who said yes and who said no. We should talk about it. And I'm gonna do a video tomorrow, and I'm gonna ask all my followers watching, all of you. Repost it. I'm going to ask Cardi and Tiffany and Floyd. I'm going to ask everybody to repost it. Repost the video so Instagram can see our, our, our impact. All right. Well, anyway, get together, Instagram. All right. That was a lot, huh? That's not is right here. I think I swallowed it. All right. Kanye said, I'm going to fly to Miami, <laughs> sit down with Noriega, and I'm going to blow up the internet in two hours. And he did. Kanye West never disappoints. Well, when he endorsed Trump, he did. And when he said slavery was a choice, he did. Well, okay, Kanye disappoints, <laughs> but he didn't disappoint in this interview. Okay. Now, you know, he's been going through a lot lately. And we can't keep up with him anymore because he's not on the Kardashian show. You know, he's getting a divorce from that girl. But anyway, that all changed this past week when he went on the drink champs with our friend Noriega. Now, this interview was about two hours. Anytime you see an interview pop up online and it's two hours, you know some shit went down. Okay, anything past the hour, some shit went down. He sat down with Noriega and DJ FN, and he talked about everything from Drake to his marriage with Kim Kardashian West and what he thought of and, and that and what he thought was the worst mistake of his life. Now, here's a photo of them at the show. You have it? Where's the photo at? Y'all did a run through? Oh, we didn't do a run through. Okay. Anyway, he did this interview with Noriega and DJFM. Now, Drake was brought up. To see what what happened because we all know they had the rap beef on Hollywood Unlocked. We showed you a video of somebody from Kanye's camp shooting up the OVO store. There were there are rumors that he that that people from Kanye's camp shot up Drake's house. They live across the street from each other in Calabasas. And when he was asked if he's caught any of the versus battles, would he battle Drake? And this is what he said. If Swiss come to you, because it's not about money with you. I can tell it's not about money with mm. you. But if Swiss, Timberland say, you and Drake against one another, you saying you're going to take it and you're going to smoke him. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, all right, that's absolutely. all I need to be clear. But it already happened. He played one of my leaked songs and it was better than every other song this year. Because you did leak <laughs> Drake's address, correct? No, he advertised it when he was building the house. Everyone knows it. It's like a place in Canada. You go by. It's like it's a monument. Right. Yeah. Right. Every. We didn't know that because you know we, we look yeah. at people over here. Yeah. No, you can find it. That's how I was able to find it. Okay. It's Googleable. It's on Google Maps. I like it. Mm. That's my word. You know, I made up that word. Googleable. Googleable. Well, Drake has promoted his homes because he did do that big old layout in that magazine in one of his houses too. 
But either way, I love that Kanye answered all these questions. Now, let's be clear. Kanye and Nori have a really good relationship, which makes it a, a, the opportunity possible for him to have this interview. But these are the type of interviews that I think bring out the best conversation when you know somebody. You know, that's why I think my my interviews with Floyd Mayweather are be better than anybody's because I know him. So they sat down and talked about it. Now, while we don't know whether or not Drake believes his album is better or not, I will tell you, I've listened to both albums and I do believe that Drake has a better album. No shade, because both are dynamic artists. Kanye West has some of the best music I've ever heard. I love his uh, Life of Pablo album. I love his 808 Heartbeats album. College Dropout is iconic. I even like the song with Nicki Minaj, Jay-Z, and them on it. Rick Ross. What is that, Monster? He has iconic songs that are going to go down forever. Drake just beat you this time. Now, Kanye also told the story of how at the height of their beef, Kanye put Drake, Travis Scott, and Kim Kardashian all in a text message. So it's like groups texting. And this is what he said. I took a shot at you on that song, but Travis Scott was on that same song. Was married. Oh, to, did did yeah, it put, put a your relationship? Oh, yeah, I put Travis? everybody on a group text. Everybody gets the group. And what I don't like is like, <laughs> you know, when... I'm talking about who's in this group text. It was Jay Z, Kim <laughs> Kardashian. Uh, Jay Z got nothing to do with this, by the way. Just, no, he's on there. the song. Jay Z's on. With, see, this I talked to Jay at the wedding the other day. He didn't know when he did the song that me and Drake had a problem. So after it came out, he's not in it. That's just like I did. I did it before the fact. But what I'm saying Whoa. is, so it's that like Trav. But then Drake says, it's like he said, I'm going to put you on a guild. I have somebody put you on a guild, and which means put you on a T-shirt, right? And I'm talking to everybody that's in this you community. Drake said that? In the on, the, on album. No, oh, not on a group, okay. group oh. text. He said it on the song. Okay. Um, and I'm talking to all these. Kid Cudi, uh, Pusha, Drake, Jay-Z, Kim, and Trav. Uh, one of the lines I said that was legend is I said, I'm worth more than all of y'all on this text combined. Yeah. You said that was a what? <laughs> what, what, did you, what did you say? That was a. I, I, that was, uh, uh, I, I don't know what you just you said. You wrote that in the text group. Wrote everybody. The, yeah, that was one of the elements of the text. <laughs> okay. This it's the guy. Everybody got everybody number for me. Isn't that the text group that you wish you would have accidentally got put in? Because then I would have said something like, if they'd have put me in, I'd have been like, I got more than all y'all. And then they'd have been like, who the fuck is this? And I'd have been like, J bitch, Justin Bieber, who the fuck is this? And then Hove would be beefing with Kanye, with, with, with Kim, no, with Justin. And then, if I, then I'd be like, yo, shut up before I fuck your bitch. And then Kim Kardashian would be like, well, who the fuck are you calling a bitch? And I'd be like, I fucked your sisters already. And he'd be like, what sisters did you fuck? I'd be like, name them. You know, and then now Justin Bieber, he's out at the American Music Awards and he gets slapped out of nowhere by Rob Kardashian. And then he's like, yo, that's why China left you, bitch. And then he's like, wait, fuck, I don't give a fuck about China. And then here comes China, right hook, right from, you know what I mean? Like, this is how industry beefs get started, yo. All they had to do was fuck up and just put my number in there. But it didn't happen. So they go on, they go on, they go on, they ask more questions. Now, later on in the interview, he was asked to pick a personal favorite between Big Sean and Pusha T. Kanye got up and held up a tombstone, a fake tombstone, and said that signing Big Sean was the worst decision he ever made. Look, 
right. Hurry, man. Push up or Big Sean? Oh, I love this. Let me tell you. That when I die on my tombstone, it's going to say, I deserve to be here because I signed Big Sean. So I'm not quite sure of your pick. Yeah, you're not quite sure. So, um, Big Sean, he's saying. Big Sean over Pusha T? No, oh. I'm saying that the, well, the worst shot. thing I've ever done was sign Big Sean. That's, that's a beautiful thing. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. Man. No, it's a worst. Wait, 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 wait. The worst. It's, 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 it's worse. the worst. The worst. The worst. Holy shit, I don't know. You, you fucked me up right now. Uh, I think you said the best. Okay, hold on. No, nah, man, look, they let that man. I know this man, Mama, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've changed this man's family, and both John Legend and Big Sean, when I ran for office, got used quick by the Democrats to come at their boy that actually changed their life, and that's some sellout shit. And I don't rock with neither of them. And they, and I need, I need my apologies. I ain't saying they gonna change, but niggas is scared. This is why you don't mix your relationships with politics. I feel like when you choose to run for politics, you can't expect your friends to just blindly support you. Like they have to think about the people they represent. Kanye is at a certain level of elitism where he's out of touch with niggas in the streets. Big Sean is closer to the streets. By the way, Big Sean came to Tiana Taylor's concert last night and he looked good as fuck. Now, I ain't never looked at Big Sean like that because, you know, Whenever a little nigga's name big, it throws me off. But he got some nice calves. He has some good hair and tree t- uh, tea tree oil. And it's something about him that's really sexy. And I know he is fucking Janae Aiko's brains out. Has to be. Because he looked like he had a lot of pent-up Detroit tension last night. And she from the hood and he from the hood. But they not from the hood no more. But they still hood like, you know what I mean? Like, when you get out the hood, you still got you still like in the hood in the bedroom. Give me that, give me that motherfucking that. You know what I mean? Like you still talk like you robbing. That could come off as rape. Okay, never mind. Let's just. I can't even do jokes. Okay. Anyway, Big Sean, he didn't like that what Kanye said. Okay, and he took to Twitter. Damn, John Legend has Christy Teigen fucking up his brand now. He got Kanye fucking. So this is what happened. He took to Twitter, Big Sean did. He said he's, quote, not political and that none of Ye's remarks were true. And he doesn't even know what he's talking about. This is what he said. Them Dems, no, I didn't. I didn't get used by anybody or endorsed anyone publicly at all because I'm not political. That's just hilarious. None of it's even true. And doesn't and he doesn't even know what he's talking about. I'm rolling. Was, was just with this man. He ain't saying none of that. And this was after the interview. I'm dying laughing at you, Kanye West. He also went on to say, why is Drink Champs calling me? He must have did the interview. <laughs> because, this, you know, but, you know, some people are saying that maybe this was helping Big Sean because Big Sean has a project coming out and now everybody's talking about Big Sean. Again, politics, whether they're talking good about you, it's all good. Now, Kim Kardashian, he went on to talk about her and their marriage. And he said that he hasn't seen any divorce papers from Kim and that she's lying. Now, I don't believe that Kim will lie about anything. 
right? She was honest about the sex tape, said she knew nothing about it. It was all a lie. This is what he said about Kim. They SNL making my wife say I divorced him on TV because they just wanted to get that bar off. And I ain't never even seen the papers. We never even divorced. Wow. So how we, because that, that ain't no joke to me. Wow. My, my kids shit. want their parents to stay together. Right. I want they parents, I want us to be together. But I if want y'all to be together too. If you look at the media, that's not what they promoting. Right. That's not what they want. They wanted to be a new wedding, a new episode, a new TV show. And then they had people all around in my wife's ear. You know what I'm saying? This is a publicist that's next to her. I don't fuck with her. <laughs> that was as clear as you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you thought I wasn't going to try to get killed this interview. No. <laughs> all right. Now, the publicist he's talking about is Tracy. Tracy's not just a publicist. She runs Kim's company. Allegedly. I'm going to say allegedly. Allegedly. I told y'all about Tracy here with Jordan Woods and with Lala. And me and Chris Jenner had a really nasty text exchange. And I love Chris. I used to really love her. Not going to say I love her as much as I did before. But I'm not going to tell you what that is because that's all going in my new book. Okay. Um, But yeah, I mean, oh yeah, the new book is going to be tea, honey. It's called How I Stopped Giving a Fuck and Started Winning. Okay. Because I don't give a fuck no more. I'm over it. I, I give a fuck about the gag nation. I give a fuck about uh everybody that supports me okay and if you don't support me i don't care about you period but anyway uh this is getting really nasty now kim hasn't responded because she's busy being a lawyer and raising her four children he says he still wants to be with her i love their family together this could all be a big press thing because the kardashians have a new show coming out on hulu he has a new album you know, this is this is how you get the blogs talking, y'all, because at this point, we are now paid media. You can't just send us something and say, cover us anymore, because we don't care. You know, where the money at? What a mo- We want to be where the money reside. So just kill it. Bye. Speaking of killing it, <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner said that O.J. Simpson killed Nicole. Um... You know, we love that Caitlyn came out, but you just come out way too much now. Like, go home. Learn how to garden, bitch. Like, you supposed to be a whole bitch up there with tools in Malibu putting in daisies and tomatoes. Why are you in the press every day telling, talking about shit that you don't need to talk? Talk about that facelift you need to get. Your skin is hanging so low. It's hanging lower than my balls hang. At this point, I look at Caitlyn's face and I look at my balls and I see the same thing. Just unnecessary skin, just there. Tighten it up, girl. And I know you old. I'm not old shaming you, but, you know, black don't crack. But, baby, whatever that is, it's it's sliding down. Caitlyn's face looked like it, what a hill would look like if it rained severely. Have you ever seen a mudslide? Just all the shit just slide down. Oh, side note. Speaking of skin, I saw Ryan Destiny last night. She's fucking gorgeous. Ryan Destiny, baby, you are so sweet. And that was the first time I ever met her. Beautiful, beautiful skin. She's super nice. And Ella Mae was out last night. Both are very beautiful girls. And I, I always tell Ella Mae she's beautiful. But 
uh, the couple times I met her, but but uh, that girl Ryan Destiny is very very pretty, and I love her skin. Her skin is just that. It's that certain level of mocha that's gonna make you wanna lay by a fire with Keith Powers. <laughs> now that's a sex tape I would want to see, wouldn't you, Keith Powers? Now Keith Powers, if you fuck like a bunny, you gonna put all of North uh, Northern California to shame. But we think you're like sensual. But aren't the sensual niggas the ones that have little dicks? Because they got to work it all up, make you feel special with the rose petals and all that shit you got to clean up afterwards. And who the fuck is responsible for cleaning all that shit up? I remember one time this nigga tried to bring syrup in the bedroom. What the fuck we going to do? Put syrup everywhere and be sticky? Now you rolling around in my sheets and I don't know if there was an accident or if you fucking brought the... You know what I mean? Because you know it comes to gay boys, you can't... Some of y'all bottoms don't know how to clean out. Thank God I ain't had them problems. Cause I tell you, at my age and in this generation, if you shit on me, I'm telling Twitter and Bigo. <laughs> I'm going straight to Bigo. This nigga shitted on me. How you gonna use my toilet, my bed as a bidet? Anyway, sorry, Caitlyn. Caitlyn Jenner now is talking about who she believes is responsible for Nicole Brown Simpson's death. Now, all of us black people know who did it. OJ. But we didn't care because finally somebody black got off for something. But we all know OJ did it. Ain't none of y'all inviting OJ over for trick-or-treat. What he going to show up and dressed as? A killer? You already know what's going to happen. Nobody trusts OJ. Would you sit? Would you let OJ sit behind you on a plane? And he has a potential box cutter. Now you sleep. Oh, I shouldn't have did that, huh? Because that's what he did. Oh, I felt that. Huh? Allegedly. He did it. But but I felt that when I did the play, you know, like I felt it. Ooh. But <sighs> the confession came after he was on this show called Big Brother VIP based in Australia. Now, this was show I was trying to get on in London, but then they canceled that season. But anyway, a castmate started the conversation asking OJ about the Simpson trial. Huh? What I say? Well, shit. They both killing shit. She killed Chris's pussy and OJ killed the girl, allegedly. Allegedly. Could you imagine? Caitlin is a murderer. Huh? Caitlin is a murderer. Caitlin what? Is a murderer. She killed somebody. Caitlin killed somebody in the car crash in, in Malibu. Oh, it's a whole bunch of killing. It's a whole bunch of killing in this motherfucker. Well, well. I forgot about that. She killed him and got up and left mm -hmm. and said, call some. Okay. So, Caitlin flat out accused OJ Simpson of committing the crime. Look. Obviously, he did it and, and he got away with it. And at one point, he even told Nicole, I'll kill you and get away with it because I'm OJ Simpson. And Nicole, you know, relayed that on to Chris at one point. And um, unfortunately, she was right. We were at the courthouse. We're watching what's going on in the other room. And even after the not guilty verdict, the first thing, Chris turns around at me and goes, we should have listened to Nicole. She was right, right from the beginning. I mean, now what? Caitlin just threw Chris all under the bus. Caitlin, you be doing too much. 
Now, what you know what I need you to do, Chris? You need to come out and tell us what Bruce's dick looked like. That's what the fuck you need to do. What if Chris came out and said, you know what, you little dick bitch? This is why I... Right? Wouldn't that be T? If Chris needs to start throwing you under the bus. Chris, you already know how you be bullying everybody. Try to bully me. Didn't work. But you know, you know what you be doing, girl. Why are you letting him do you like this? And I love Chris. No, no, no shade. Chris is a boss. I'll never take from the Kardashians their hustle. And I love Chris when she likes you or she's acting like she likes you. She's nice. But then when she sends you text messages and she don't like something. Chapter three. Okay. So Caitlin was married to Chris at the time that Nicole died. So they were both, you know, golden girls. Huh? There what? This bitch was married to Chris <laughs> at the time that Nicole died. Put that picture back up of her and OJ. Do we have a picture of Caitlin? No, Caitlin. Obviously, he did it. Turn and, the, turn the, turn the music off. Turn the sound off. And at one point, he even told Nicole, I'll kill you and get away turn with it because I'm OJ Simpson. Mute the sound and put the video back up. Okay, look. So look, this is what I want to show y'all real quick. This is what Kendall's gonna look like when she gets older. <laughs> she is her daddy. I mean, oops, her mama. Wait. So is Caitlin is now her mom? No, 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 no. <laughs> I need to ask the Bego community because I'm on live at Bego right now as well. Please tell me in real time or even in the show, if you are a man that transitions as a woman, are your kids, are they now, are you now their mother? I need proper pronoun training right now. Somebody, somebody help me. Anybody? Nobody? They got two moms now. <laughs> Mother, but it depends. Talia, you can't call him because it's not a him, it's a her. So it's her preference, right? We're all still learning. Chris was also friends with uh Nicole and OJ, and they were, who were married. Now, here's OJ and Nicole. We showed you that photo a second ago during happier times. She was a beautiful woman, by the way. And, you know, the fact that she knew she was going to die by him, the fact that she called 911, the police told everybody that she was going to die and that and he was beating her, and then she died. And then he was found not guilty. And then here's black people all over the world. <laughs> all right, no, sorry. It's above me now. <laughs> that was black people laughing. I think the best time was watching Oprah Winfrey show when they watched the verdict live. And Oprah was around all those white women and the black women were like, yes! And the white women were like, oh my God! And Oprah was like, well, I don't know who to support. <laughs> 
<laughs> I ain't one of y'all no more, and I'm trying to be one of y'all. You know. Now, Caitlin shared that she visited Nicole's home just two days before she died, and that she didn't give any further insight into the state of things. Now, Kim Kardashian, remember, she was just on SNL, and she cracked a whole joke about that pissed off the family. This is what Kim said. my father's footsteps <laughs> now you know my father was and still is such an influence and inspiration to me and i credit him with really opening up my eyes to racial injustice it's because of him that i met my first black person <laughs> want to take a stab in the dark at who it was um, i know it's sort of weird to remember the first black person you met but oj does leave a mark or several or none at all i still don't know <laughs> I love Kim Kardashian, but that was tasteless. But it seems like the family doesn't even, like, where does the loyalty start and end? We're going to talk about more of uh, the Kardashians during our deep dive. But anyway, uh, Caitlin, it's just something about you that I don't like. It's just something about you. Like, your eyes, you look venomous. You look like you are holding on to pent-up anger. You know, I think many ways Caitlyn believes that Chris kept Bruce trapped in Caitlyn's body. Because the way you behave, like there's no loyalty. Like, I feel like because they've done so much dirt together, they should just roll that one all the way out. Like, bitch, I'm out, but I'm going to take your Chanel bag, but I ain't going to spill your tea. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't like it. Bye, girl. I always said to myself, what if I got in a relationship and went out and my dude got excited about another dude? You know, like unless we're going to bring him home together, you shouldn't be doing nothing. But this right here, this is messy, 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 messy. And y'all white girls be trying. Well, she ain't white. Whatever. she She's Colombian. Well, you other girls be tripping because y'all be doing shit. That can you can never get away with when it comes to a black man like OJ. Ever. Now, Jeff Bezos, if you don't know who he is, he's the richest or one of the richest men in the world. He owns um Amazon, he owns a lot of different things. He's flown to outer space, you know, he's all that, right? Has he flown to outer space? Did he go? All the white people have been going lately. It's like the new Uber. Well, apparently, Jeff Bezos, who left his wife, remember that he had to give her all that money. And he got with the girl who was the weather girl or something here in L.A. on the news. Um, you mad because you had to bring me tea? Slide it over here. You didn't. He, he's a he's a what is those actors called when they're um? What's those actors called? The dramatic. What is that? Uh, what they call y'all? Not drama, but huh? No, did you put honey in it? You one of those 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 kind of actors that be doing too much, you know. Either way, Jeff Bezos, you know, he left his wife who helped him build that fortune. She was shooting with him when he was literally in the gym, and he didn't care when he saw them big old breasts on this woman right here. Now, this woman, she worked at a local news station. I think she was a weather girl, 
And then she said, it's getting cold outside, so I need to Netflix and chill. And she went over to Amazon.com and found Jeff. Now, Jeff and her, this story had been leaked in the Washington Post. Not Washington Post, in the New York Times. Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post. That's when they went after Trump. And it was this whole big old thing in D.C. Rich people play differently. I go to Bego. This nigga goes to Washington Post. Okay, we not the same. He's clearly a lot more successful than me. But he ain't better looking than Leonardo DiCaprio. And we know Leo be taking the girls down. This video went viral when they were all in the same place together. Now, they say you lose a person the way that you got them. So the fact that he got this blow-up doll, leaving him messing around on his wife, they ran, he, they ran it. Now she's in different circles. And, you know, you think because you got all the money that you're automatically the like the, the one that your girl's going to love forever. Well, look, there's going to always be somebody better. And she knows that Leo is down here sticking that thing in the girls. And she may have wanted a tryst. Look at this video that went viral and tell me what y'all think. I would have created a scene. <laughs> Do that again. I'm going to tell y'all a story real quick. Okay. Share the live. Put this on your Facebooks real quick. I'm going to tell you a story. So I was in this relationship with this guy named Josh. He had the sexiest gap teeth. Um, sexiest little freckles. He was really insecure about his gap, gap teeth, but I was always the man who was like, baby, you look good. You're the most beautiful thing in the world. I love you. You're so smart. He was dumb, but I always told him he was smart. You're the smartest man I've ever been with. Oh my God, you're so sexy. He literally turned me into a sex addict. I was addicted to the sex. Um, and he he was, he, everything else, he was worthless. He was just pure filth, right? Cheated on me, lied to me, stole from me, did all that. Taught me that I was, I deserve better. So when we first came to L.A., though, he was so sexy that I knew when I walked in a room, I was with somebody who was really sexy and I wanted to show him off. But, you know, I drink, honey. I, I get to drink in me and I turn into somebody else. So I this is when I used to really drink. As if I don't really drink now, but it's not really drink, really drink. So we go to the Abbey and I'm in there at the bar and I'm ordering a drink and I'm already lit and I look outside and Josh is talking to this man on the corner and they're looking at each other like, it's a little too much looking. So I get my drink, put it on the counter. I run outside and I hit the corner and my friend's running behind me because he's like, why did you run out the club? The guy is standing right here. My boyfriend is standing right here. And this guy's friend is standing right here. And I run right up in the middle and I say, yo, why are you talking to my, my nigga? That's the story? I said, yo, why are you talking to my nigga? And, and this guy says to the guy, the friend, as I'm talking to him, said, and my guy standing right here. First of all, you, I don't even know who this is. Oh, my friend Brandon was there. Brandon lives in Atlanta now. I said to the guy, who? No, the guy says to me, I said, well, I said to the guy, why are you talking to my nigga? And his friend says, yo, my man, you need to, you need to relax. I turned and I just hit him with the hardest left I could hit him, right him on his. I punched him right in his chin. I laid that nigga all the way in the street, knocked him off the curb. Pow! Hit him. I hit him as hard as I could. I hit him with, I hit him with foster care, abuse, <laughs> molest, neglect, 
drug-infested families, abandonment. I hit him with colorism that I was feeling, getting from people. I hit him with, I hit him with the lice that them Asian kids at the foster care place gave me. I hit him with everything I ever had. I punched him so hard I was reaching for that nigga's ancestors. Pow! Hit him hard. And he laid out in the street. Well, come to find out, my, my nigga was asking the guy for gum. But the point of the story is <laughs> the point of the story is when you're in a relationship, you don't need to be talking to nobody. Don't be talking to nobody's and looking up. Do that again, that video. You looking up, staring. You ain't even blinked after you was sucking on my dick when I was married. Are you fucking crazy? I already know what type of slutty slump slut bag you are. The fuck weather, bitch. It's snowing. It's getting really fucking chilly. What the fuck? Sorry, I had a moment. Well, when I punched the guy, my boyfriend ran off because he got nervous. Cause I don't know, he thought I was crazy. I don't know, you know. But he had no cell phone, so I lost him for 24 hours. He ended up trying to walk back to where we were staying in in Los Feliz, but he didn't know LA because he was from Oakland. So he walked to North Hollywood from the Abbey. That's far. And then. And then, I don't know, anyway, we ended up getting back together and staying together for two and a half years after that. The sex was good, you know? But anyway, so this clip with the girl and Bezos has been seen over 12 million times. And Twitter's had a lot to say. This is what they said. Leo is Mr. Still Your Girl. Leo never getting a package on time again. <laughs> Leo when his Amazon account stops working. Uh, Leah, uh, Jeff Bezos' girl literally just forgot she's holding hands with the richest man in the world as soon as DiCaprio hugged her. Wow. That just goes to show you that there's always somebody better than you. Now, Jeff has responded to the video on Twitter, and this was his message to Leonardo. He said, Leo, come over here. I want to show you something. And the sign says, danger, steep cliff, fatal drop. I think it's funny. Rich people do rich people shit, but he really will kill you. And he has so much money. He could literally let you get a free ride to space and blow up your your ride. Like you have to think like that. You know what I mean? Like if I ever get in a fight with you, bitch, I'm never letting you cook food for me. I'm never going to your barbecue. I'm never eating at your house. I don't give a fuck if it's Thanksgiving. You stuff that turkey with the best dressing, bitch. You're not gonna put that sign out of my throat. Are you crazy? Once I don't trust you, I ain't never gonna get that close. Now. Leo has been dating this model and actress named Camilla Marone, Marone since 2007. Do we have a picture of her? No? Well, go Google her because I ain't paying for it. Bye. This um, sinus, can you hear me sucking it out? Can y'all hear it? Is it coming through on the thing? You can hear it? <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> Yo, I got this sinus drip. It is crazy. Like, and then we got the air on in here. The air is really blowing right now. Our studio used to be really hot. This shit is blowing like I'm going to your throat, nigga. Like it's it's blowing. Usually there ain't no air tonight. It's like, oh, we're gonna get you now. I hate it. Okay. Last night I went to go see Tayana 
Taylor in concert. Tayana. Look, Tayana, you did such a great job last night. I have to tell you, the show was amazing. The energy was good from beginning to end. I love that she's a perfectionist because I went backstage uh, and talked to her last night. And I was telling, she was telling me all the things that were wrong with her show. I'm like, but girl, we wouldn't have got that if you wouldn't have mentioned it on stage. Uh, lighting ain't right. She was very critical. And she said, I want to make sure that I over deliver for my fans. I want the fans to get a good show. And I respect that because I feel like there's a lot of artists that are lazy now. Well, I happen to be there with my friends. And then I ran into Blame It on Quay. And he's like, you're huge on Beagle. Everybody keeps talking about you on Beagle. I'm like, yeah, come on, let's talk on Beagle. And my friend uh, who manages Janet Jackson was there. Shout out to him. Uh, and uh, and Ty Hunter, who used to style Beyonce, who's a fashion icon, who does a lot of work in the industry and styles a lot of people. He's just styled Billy Porter recently and some other folks. Um, Ty Hunter, he was there. And Larry Sims, who does all the growth, Mary J. Blige, Gabrielle, he does all their hair. I've been knowing Larry for years. Anyway, we were all hanging out, and LMA was there, and uh, uh, who else was there? There was some Ryan Destiny, who I told you, but it was the people on stage that popped out. She had Big Sean, she had Christian Combs, who's talented, who's literally young Diddy. Um, she had uh, uh, Carisha popped up with the other girl, Ruby Rose. Now, me and Quay were trying to get up on stage to do the whole moment. Because we thought she was really looking for somebody. But she, when we saw Carisha, we were like, she didn't want us. Either way, the show was great. Her husband, Iman Shumper, came out. You know, he's over on Dance with the Stars. He did his little one-two. They look great. He lost? Yeah. I don't agree with that because he was good as hell. Iman is sexy, too, by the way. You know, when they was up there dancing, I was looking at both of them. I was picturing them having sex. Because I feel like if they dropped a sex tape, if she choreographed it and did the lighting <laughs> and the music, that would be a sex tape I would watch. Because you know it's, you know. And Iman looks like he has a huge penis. And Tiana looks like she could take it. Well, either way, the show was amazing last night. And she killed it. But during the show, there was a lot of things happening. But this, when this happened, I knew for sure. That something was going to make the news. The last Rose Petal tour. This is her tour that she's going on because you know she's in that big fight with her label where they're treating her like a hostage. Remember back in the day when Prince was a hostage, he put slave in. And, you know, these labels get you. Once they get you, baby, it's a wrap. Uh, we saw Megan Thee Stallion go through her stuff. Well, Tayana said she's out of here. She's done with music. And she's going to do a tour to go and say her appreciation to her fans. Now, this the last Rose Petal tour, but she her last song was Rose in Harlem, which I love. She acted like she wasn't going to sing it. And she came back out and did it. Um, also three way was one of my favorite songs. She did that one. I love that album and lose yourself was the song that made me call my other ex at five in the morning, in the bathtub saying shit. I regret now. Anyway, she did this performance, um, and a fan almost fainted, but Tiana was there to save the day. Take a look. Here, sit it right there. Sit it right there. Come on. Cover that nipple. Come on. Bring her up here. Sit it right there. Sit it right there. Get her some air. Sit it right there. Give her some air. Huh? Make sure she got some ears. You good? Eyes open. Okay. Go oh, on. You good? Say rose petal. Okay, baby. You good. You good. Okay. I mean, she literally stopped the show, caught it. 
She said, you ain't going to be no Travis Scott up here. Not on my watch. No, I'm not. That's the first thing I said. I said, ooh, that's going to hit all the blogs now. But I had been having some Tito, so I forgot to tell y'all. <laughs> my team is so good. They be finding shit I be at. I be there in the shits, and they report it, and I don't even be reporting. I'm like, ooh, they, I woke up, and ooh, they got it. I was there. I should have said something, but anyway, um, Tiana did a good job of controlling that. I really love how much she loves her fans. She really does care about her fans. She's not just up there getting all the money. And it was good to see celebrities out supporting her because I've known Tiana since she was probably 18 years old. Shout out to her mom, Nikki, too. Nikki has been holding her mother down. She made sure we got back there last night um, and said our goodbyes or hellos, whatever. She had uh, the Jabberwockies perform on her. Full dance routine, great wardrobe the whole time. Body ass was out. Body is sick. She did a great job. So, Tiana, I'm so happy and proud for you. And I hope that you, um, you know, do your thing and come back and and, and continue to create good music because you deserve it. All right. Well, look, we're going to get into this whole um, Travis Scott thing. It's a lot right after this commercial. Look, it's getting cold outside, and my favorite to do is to sit in front of my fireplace, y'all already know it, and cozy up with my new doggy family. Let me tell you right now, there is nothing I can do, or there's nothing that I do every day that is more comfier or more luxurious than slipping into a pair of my Overland sheepskin slippers. Now, my favorite Australian Merino shearling lined scuff uh, slippers, these are so comfortable. I love how they wrap around my feet and bring so much warmth. I slip them on all the time, whether it's morning or night. And Overland is a family-owned American heritage brand that's put comfort and quality first for nearly 50 years. Now, they offer outerwear accessories and homemade decor made from sustainable uh, natural fibers like sheepskin, leather, and wool. Now, Overland uses expert craftsmanship to pair the highest quality merino sheepskin, which is naturally moisture-wicking temperature, regulating, and antimicrobial with supportive memory foams, midsoles, in order to make slippers that feel better and wear better for longer. Something that really sets Overland apart is that they're one of the only brands in the world that use true double-faced sheepskin. So the suede you see outside is the same piece as the fluffy sheepskin you feel on the inside. Now, it's lighter, more breathable, and means that there are no synthetic materials touching your feet. Plus, you know you're getting top-quality material because it has to look and feel great all over just to meet their standards. Now, if you all want a pair of well-made, comfier than you can imagine slippers, these are the ones that you got to get. And everyone needs slippers, so they're also the perfect uh, gift that you can get that's a no-brainer. Overland offers 100% satisfaction guarantee, and their commitment to customer service is exceptional. So don't wait any other day. Don't wait any other second to slip into something way more comfortable. Get your best uh, high-quality sheepskin slippers on the market at overland.com slash gagging. You'll get free shipping and free returns. And I recommend you go today because these slippers are so beloved that they've been known to sell out and Christmas is right around the corner. That's overland.com slash gagging. Overland.com slash gagging. We be hooking y'all up. I hope y'all are taking advantage of all these hookups, okay? Because I give y'all the stuff. Time for the deep dive. Does anybody have any clue on how to handle uh, sinuses? How do you drain up? Drain, huh? A what? What's a nanny pot? Oh, you pour it in the water. I can't do that. No, how? No, how do you pull the snot? It's like snot. Really? Oh, I ain't sucking that. That's no. 
I used to hate that little blue shit. My mom used to stick in my ears and nose and all, or nose and all that, and suck it all out. Right? All right, well, look. I have not talked about this yet because it's just been so much unfolding so fast that I wanted to wait to get to the show to talk about it. Um, this is a very sad thing for many reasons, and you're going to be very surprised at my response to all of this because I think that everybody is just out trying to destroy Travis Scott right now. And I really feel like he's also a victim in this. I know people may not agree with me, but I'm going to break down why I feel that he's also a victim. Okay. First of all, before I even get into the story, let me say that my condolences, our condolences at Hollywood Unlocked go out to the family of the people who died at this uh, event. You know, everybody from a small kid, nine-year-old to adults died for going to a concert to see their favorite star. I don't believe a nine-year-old should be at a festival. Now, that's not the most popular thing to say. Some people may, may be mad at me for saying that. And I am not a fan of Travis Scott. I am, I, I mean, a friend of Travis Scott. I am a fan, but I'm not a friend. I don't know him. I saw him probably two weeks ago at a club. Didn't even speak to him. I stay away from Travis Scott because you know he brings all that energy. I talked about on this show when I went to uh, Miami with Floyd and Travis Scott was dancing on the stage and the people were jumping off and hitting the ground and just falling all the way out. They create a whole mosh pit right in front of our table where Floyd security had to stand as a wall because they were pushing. You know, that's what Travis Scott is going to get. So, you know, when you go there, that that's what you're going to get. We have not been outside in two years. We have lost festivals. Coachella has been canceled. Big mass festivals have been canceled. We are yearning for live music. We want to see our stars. We want to go out. That's why so many people went out. Now, what I want to say before I get into the story is, if you have not watched the Astro World documentary on Netflix, stop tonight, go watch it, because you'll understand that this festival is bigger than, this, than what's happening right now. This festival that he, this man created for his community at a place to save the space that was important to him as a kid to give back to his community, he partnered with the mayor of that city and they gave him the key and he did all, he helped to bring money and infrastructure and support to underprivileged black people. Travis Scott did a black man. That documentary is one of my favorite when it comes to a music artist. Do we have a picture of it? This is a picture. Go look at this on Netflix. I was inspired watching this documentary that I started designing my own festival and I I'm still moving forward with my festival. And I was gonna, I was in the process of launching my festival before COVID happened, but um, but COVID happened and we couldn't. But now we're back and now we're figuring it out. And people get hurt at music festivals, people OD at music festivals. If you go look at these white festivals, EDC, EDM, white people, they OD on drugs, acid, this and that. People die at festivals. Somebody got shot and killed at Rolling Loud. In Miami. Remember that? NBA young boy security shot and killed a person. People die. People die every day. And out of 50,000 people, eight people unfortunately died at this festival because there was a massive stampede that took place during the performance. Now, there were 50,000 people there. Okay, let's, 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 take, let's think about that. 50,000 people. If you go back and watch the documentary, it starts by people breaking down the barriers, running to the stage to see Travis. This is the energy he brings. He is an electric perform, electric electrifying performer. 
Now, I'm not saying that there's no responsibility here because we're going to talk about that. But I want to build context because I feel like the popular thing to do right now is to go online and trash Travis, attack Travis. The man, I think, has gone above and beyond trying to redeem himself for this situation, but also to help the, the family, the victim. He partnered with Live Nation to do this show. And at the concert at around 9 p.m., the crowd started rushing, uh, you know, towards the stage uh, because they wanted to get closer to the favorite star. And then they were causing multiple people to be trampled on and lose consciousness in all of that chaos. Now, at least eight people were reported dead. Some there's some theories online that there's more people than that. There's supposed to be hundreds of people that were hurt, allegedly. And 11 people went into cardiac arrest and they were rushed to a nearby hospital. Now, here's a photo of all the victims. I want to take a moment to acknowledge all of them. And it's always sad to see pictures of people who got up one day, wanted to have a good time, went to a show, and didn't make it home to their family. So, again, our condolences to them, their family, their loved ones. And, you know, I mean, this this picture, this 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 uh, collage of people, it actually humanizes the conversation because I think we've been looking at them as a number right now. And just as a headline, but these are the faces of the people who went out to have a good time and didn't make it home. So rest in peace, all of you. Now, the youngest is a nine-year-old boy who is still in the hospital with damaged organs and severe brain damage. This is the photo of that young boy. He's nine years old. Very cute little kid. Heartbreaking to think that they, they you know, killed this guy. Now, videos on social media are showing people trying to alert cameramen and crew members from Travis's team to stop the show as people were getting seriously hurt. I have to tell you, having been at a Travis Scott show at Rolling Loud, having seen DMX perform, having been at festivals with thousands of people, they cannot hear you. They can't. They can barely hear themselves because it's so chaotic. You know, I'm not making an excuse. I'm just building context for those of you that have never been in those situations. I've been, you remember, when Offset went to get Cardi back, I'm the one willing the flowers out to get Cardi for Offset. So I've been on stages where I've seen massive amounts of people. And this unfortunately happened. This is a video of people trying to uh, get the concert to stop. Stop the show! Stop the show! Stop the show! Stop the show! Other videos show concertgoers jumping on police cars and ambulances as they were trying to assist people who were passed out. Take a look. Now, there's 50,000 people and 700 security guards. Who the fuck is responsible? Just him? Now, me, if I go to rent the space and they say, Jason, the law requires that you have one security guard 
Hold on. Let me do the math so I get this right, y'all. Hold on. 50,000 people divided by 700. You're going to have to have... So it's one security guard per 71 people. It's not too unreasonable if 71 people are calm and sitting at an at a at a you know orchestra but 71 people managing i mean one person manages 71 of that i don't know we all know that people are drugs on drugs at festivals too drugs and alcohol so that's a lot you know but who's responsible you gave him a certificate him and live nation to have this concert you knew they were gonna have fifty thousand people because when you do a concert like that, you say, what's the capacity? 50,000. Fill it up. That's the goal. So if you think on the high end, 50,000 people, you know, one person per 71 people at a rage type show is not enough. Well, that happened. So prior to the beginning of the show, there was footage that showed fans were breaking into the VIP entrance. I told y'all, go watch the documentary. They did the same. Take a look. Now, some would say Travis and his people created that type of energy and atmosphere because look how people were acting. But on the other hand, the police that were supervising the fire marshals, y'all didn't think to stop the show right then and say, hold on, make announcements. The show will be stopped if you are at, like, build in the expectation of a better behavior. I don't know. And again, why was a nine-year-old in the middle of all of that? I ain't taking Chanel and Gucci to that. Chanel and Gucci are not going to that. I tell you right now, if I had a kid, I would love my kid to the point to where my kid, I wouldn't even want my kid to go to school by itself. I'd be right outside the door. Like, where my kid at? Is my kid in there? Who's sitting by my kid? What her parents look like? His parents. What, what, you know, because that's what you do when you care. I'm not saying you don't care about your child, but that's what you, you, you go above and beyond to protect your child. But if your child is nine years old and a huge Travis Scott fan they watch him on tv they watch him on the smartphone they watch him on tiktok they do not watch him at a festival around a bunch of people on drugs screaming and trying to get close to him and travis is just socially weird he's a socially awkward person i've never been in a room with travis and looked him directly in his face he doesn't do that he's i remember seeing him at revolt tv revolt when they first launched and he was there travis just got energy about him that's just so wild it's so wild this is still the same person that told Kylie that Larsa Pippen was trying to fuck her. Remember, that's how they fell out. How the whole Kardashians fell out because he went saying this crazy lie. So I know sometimes he's full of shit too. But, because that never happened. But either way, Travis did stop the show for the one fan that needed medical assistance that he saw. But then he started with the show afterwards. Take a look. Oh, 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 oh. Somebody help him. Somebody pass him. Somebody pass 
So at least he did appear to care and stop the show to announce something. You know, I mean, he can't see everything. Again, you're up there with lights. I'm not making excuses. There's a lot going on. So now there's more information coming in. There are reports saying that someone was in the crowd stabbing people with needles and even stabbed a security guard, injecting them with something that was making them die. Take a look. I will tell you, one of the narratives was that some individual was injecting other people with drugs. We do have a report of a security officer, according to the medical staff that was out and treated him last night, that he was reaching over to uh, restrain or grab a citizen, and he felt a prick in his neck. When he was examined, he went unconscious. They administered Narcan. He was revived, and the medical staff did notice a prick that was similar to um, uh, a prick that you would get if somebody's trying to inject. That is one part of it. The other thing that's very important, there were some individuals that were trampled, and we want to be respectful of that. But we just ask that y'all give us time to do a proper investigation. Live Nation has stated from the very beginning that they would cooperate. They're going to give us the video sometime this evening. I spoke to my uh, commander and homicide. So we're waiting to get that. That's going to help us. But I also want to call out to the community, kids and young individuals that was out there. If you see something, say something. This is now a criminal investigation. That's going to involve our homicide division as well as narcotics. And we're going to get down to the bottom of it. So now after the dust has settled, many people have come out to share what they feel about it and their condolences for the victims who've passed away, including a lot of different people that we haven't seen do much more than that, like the Kardashians. Now, the Kardashians were there. Kylie posted on her Instagram sharing her condolences. This is what she posted. She said... Travis and I are broken and devastated. My thoughts and prayers are with all who lost their lives, were injured or affected in any way, uh, any way by yesterday's events. And also for Travis, who I know cares deeply for his fans and the Houston community, I want to make it clear we weren't aware of any of the fatalities until the news came out after the show and in no world would have continued filming or performing. I am sending my deepest condolences to all the families during the difficult time and will be praying for the healing of everyone who has been impacted. Kendall Jenner shared her uh, thoughts. Here's what she said. Why, why was Tiana there? Go back to the, go back. I know Tiana. Okay, Tiana was there. Let's go back to what Kendall had to say. I don't know why she had anything to say. I'm still at a loss for words over the news from Astroworld. I'm truly broken for the families that have lost loved ones. And my prayers go out to everyone involved, sending everyone who has been affected all of my love and wishing them strength during this incredibly devastating and sensitive, and sensitive time. Uh, did Kim Kardashian say something? Well, this is what Kim had to say. Absolutely heartbroken for the lives who were lost. I'm not reading all this. The bottom line is, the Kardashians are a PR firm. Where's the GoFundMe account? Where's the donations to the families? Where's the personal phone calls or invitations to come and speak with them? Where's the private jet to fly them to you to see them and tell them to their face? Fuck social media. Stop trying to change and control the narrative in our community. You've been doing it for years. It's getting fucking annoying at this point. I feel bad for Travis. Two, 
because he's also a victim in all this. Why? Because this is a man who rose from the dirt to build something for his community. And the excitement around him is because people love him because he's an amazing artist and people get excited and maybe they weren't properly hydrating, doing drugs. I don't know what happened that the environment created this toxic space for people to get trampled over, but it happened. And now what it's turning into is let's save Travis's thing. No, Travis is going to get sued. He was arrested for disorderly conduct there at the venue. Him and Live Nation are now being sued. I'm sure they have insurance, which is going to take care of it. So the insurance is already going to take care of all that. Travis has gone above and beyond to refund all the tickets of everybody who weren't there. He canceled the second day. He also did a video. Travis is not one to come out and talk about his feelings. He did one. He did a video showing he didn't just post some stupid Instagram story post. The Kardashians even put it on their fucking page because it doesn't go with the aesthetic. He posted a video that was heartfelt. He paid, He offered to pay for all the funerals. Y'all not about to sit here and cancel Travis Scott. I'm not going for that. Let him pay for the funerals. Let him do what he needs to do to reconcile with his community. Let him, uh, you know, fix it. But does he need to be destroyed? Does his festival need to go away? No. Now the FBI is involved and they're investigating because, you know, it's a, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. But I still say a nine-year-old had no place being there. And and some of y'all got to share in the responsibility. Lawsuits have already been filed. It's happening. Now, Travis, oh, Drake also did say something. Drake was on stage when some of this was happening. This is what Drake said. I spent the past few days trying to wrap my mind around this devastating tragedy. I hate resorting to this platform to express an emotion as uh, delicate as grief. But this is where I find myself. My heart is broken for the families and friends of those who lost their lives. And for anyone who is suffering, I will continue to pray for all of them and will be of service in any way I can help. May God be with all of you. I believe Drake. And I love the fact that he said, I don't like resorting to social media to deal with something. that's, that's, That's why I respect Drake. But it's an unfortunate thing to happen. Do we have Travis's uh, video? Take a look. I just want to send out prayers to the to the ones that was lost last night. We're actually working right now to identify the families so we can help assist them through this tough time. You know, my fans, my fans, like my fans really mean the world to me. And I always just really want to leave them with a positive experience. And anytime I can make out, you know, anything that's going on, you know, I, you know, I just stop the show and, you know, help them get the help they need, you know. Um, I could just never imagine the severity of the situation. Uh, we've been working closely. Uh, we've been working closely with everyone to just try to get to the bottom of this. The city of Houston, HPD, fire department, you know, everyone to, uh, you know, help us, help us figure this out. So if you, if you have any information, um, you know, please just contact your local authorities. Um, everybody continue to just keep your prayers. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly just devastated. and I could never imagine anything like this just happening. I'm going to do everything I can to keep you guys updated and just keep you guys informed on what's going on. Um, I love you all. 
I mean, there you have it. Listen, I'm going to say this. Y'all need to back up a little bit. Like, fall back a little bit on Travis. Um, You know, Travis is also hurting, too. We so fast to cancel our community. Google right now how many people have died at an EDC concert. Let me see that real quick, because I ain't never heard cancel EDC or cancel Bernie Man. Are you fucking or cancel Stagecoach? Two people? When? Google how many people have ever died at EDC. Watch this. How many? 29 people. I don't even need to Google to know what the fuck is going on. 29 people have died at... Google how many people die at festivals every year. Watch this. Music festivals. How many people die at music festivals every year? I'm not discounting the lives or discrediting the lives. I'm just opening your eyes. Because see, shit be different for us than it do for them. What it say? A hundred people die per year at festivals. But we going to cancel this black man who bringing in 50,000 people. Now, let me do the math. Y'all ready? Watch this. I'm just going to educate y'all. 50,000 people. How much the festival ticket costs? Google how much the festival tickets cost. Y'all ready for this? Y'all learning tonight how the industry works. They'll cancel a nigga real quick. Fifty thousand people. The minimum ticket one seventy nine, eight nine million dollars. What's the highest ticket? Three hundred plus. plus. So let's say if you got fifty thousand people and say is is three hundred dollars. That's fifteen million dollars before you do concessions, merch, and other stuff. Is that per day or just one ticket? Per day. 50,000 times, that's $30 million before you touch water, food, merch, products, and any. That black man had that. White folks don't want you to have that. So don't think that this PR shit ain't real. Now, I'm going to say this. The lives matter. The nine-year-old shouldn't have been there, but, been there, but his life still matters. But when you, and, and, and the responsibility is still shared between Travis Live Nation and the city had responsibility. Y'all not going to turn around and throw it all on Travis. The city approved all them all them motherfucking permits. You know how many permits you got to have? On-site people to care for you and all this and that. If you know that your ambulance and police can't drive through the crowd, you shouldn't even have that crowd. I've been to festivals where they have it broken up, where you can't, you can't have 50,000 people standing together because how do you get in to help somebody? I'm sending my love out to all of the family and to Travis. Kardashians, y'all need to fall back. Y'all need to fall back. Y'all sit this one out. We don't need y'all to speak to us and for us. Sit back. Get us out of prison. But, but stay out the stay out of this. Because this ain't stay out of it. Now, WAC 100 also uh, posted something. This is what WAC said. He said, blessings to the families and blessings to Travis Scott, who's been nailed to the cross. Everybody has a position. An artist is there to entertain. Security is there to enforce the code. And fans themselves have responsibility to the next fan beside them to conduct themselves in a civil manner. Let's call a spade a spade. Travis, hold your hand. Lil Duvall speak it out. Lil Duvall said, you can't blame Travis Scott for that Astroworld shit. That could happen at any big event. I'm surprised it ain't happened sooner. It's damn near impossible. 
to have that many people in one place with that much energy and nothing happens. Let me tell you something. Over 100 people die every year at every at all these festivals. And I don't hear nobody saying cancel the festival. Y'all remember the festival in Vegas when the white man was in the hotel shooting all the people, killed 54, was it 54 or 84 people? Shot them with a rifle and killed them all. A white man shot. You talking about somebody may have stabbed some. 58 people died in that Las Vegas shooting. Y'all, who we nailing to that cross? But now, wait a minute. Let me understand something. Eight people died. And we going to kill Travis Scott? That ain't happening. Not on my watch. Let me find out y'all got a rally. I'm coming. And I'm supporting Travis Scott. Fuck that. Because this is wrong. It's wrong. The man is... I didn't see no white people in Vegas say, let me pay for all these 58 people deaths. And all. This man literally took a gun into guns into a hotel and shot and killed all these people. Just shot him like a like a like 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 a, a clown at the carnival when you shoot in the mouth. And I was on the phone with somebody on FaceTime watching them as people running by and their shootings just happening. Shot to shooting. So anyway, um, this is crazy. All right. Bye, Travis. Get some merch, please. Go to hollywoodunlock.com slash shop right now. You can get all the merch you want. You already know. We got new merch coming. Y'all going to want it. It's really sexy. And you can go to gag on, uh, you can go to youtube.com slash hollywoodunlock. You can also um, register. I don't see a lot of super chats here. I'm going to treat this show like Beagle and start saying, run it up, run it up, run it up, run it up, run it up. Because we like rich bitch support over here. All right. Also, look, go to Gag Nation on Instagram, at Gag Nation. We're verified, so you'll be able to find us. Uh, we do stuff every Tuesday on every Thursday. Uh, the team does, right? Friday. Friday? Oh. So go over there. All right. Now, look, I'm also on Bego. <clears throat> if you're a fan of mine and you support me and you want to find ways to come over and gift me down, come to Bego. This is my Bego ID right now. You can find me. I'm over there. I'm kind of killing it. And um, you can join uh, Bego and become a part of my agency. All you got to do is go to gagonbego.com. Go to gagonbego.com. You can slide down and then you just click apply to join. Once you click apply to join, that's how you become a host. And then you'll be contacted. You just fill out this form and then uh, tell them I sent you. And then you'll be able to join me over at Bego or email us at Bego at Hollywoodunlock.com. It's really that simple. It's really that simple. Now it's time for you to call in and talk your shit. All right. Here's the number. 1402 Gagging. 1402 Gagging. Now, look, let me tell you right now. Back up to the beginning. Now, you know I need to read all of this. Do you think I remember all this, Kelvin? I'm 44 years old. I have sinus pressure. I, I, I have a PK coming up on Beagle, which y'all don't know what that is. I'm just finding out what PKs are. It's where you go against somebody you don't care about and try to win as much money as you can. Stop speeding. Go back to the beginning. That's still not the beginning. Okay, so it's time for you to call in. The number is 1402-GAGGIN. It's right there. And you can also come in right here. Now, look. If you're going to jump on the video chat, that's that's how you do that, by going right here, okay? But make sure that if you are coming through on the video chat that you enable echo cancellation. And if you're calling in, please pay attention to the phone call. If you call in and you're not listening to the call, this is what you're going to hear. Bitch, I'm all right. I'm gagging. And then I'm going to hang up on you and get somebody else. But I still love you, okay? Now, here we go. Let me go ahead and bring some folks up and see what are we talking about? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Okay. What's up, Sharon? Queen Sharon's in the building. Hello. Uh-uh-uh. Your audio sound like a nigga came and robbed you while you was cooking for him. 
she been on Beagle all damn day. This is the problem. Is that Zaydon trying to come through? What's happening? Now, hold on, let me put my headphones in. No, you, girl, I'm gonna come back. No, she didn't tell me to hold on in the middle of a live show. Uh, go ahead, Jameer. Hey, what's up, Jason? All right, um, so I do want to touch on the extra world thing, and Jason, this is why I love you because you tell it how it is. So, first, I do feel bad for Travis Scott because it seems like there is a lot of misplaced anger being placed solely on him and as opposed to everyone who was involved. Taking responsibility, he. Um, I'm sorry. He. Uh, I'm sorry. All right. All right. <laughs> sorry. No, he got okay, called out by the fight. Wait, 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 wait. Let me. Let me say. Let me say something. Okay. Let me say something. Okay. Zaydon is gonna read you bitches for filth on gag review. <laughs> okay. Because y'all read notes. All this reading not prepared. Where is Zaydon? Are you here? Come up here, Zaydon. <laughs> can, Zaydon can I is gonna read for filth. No, I'm gonna <laughs> let you know. Let me let you. Let me let you get yourself together, because Zaydon. You all are gonna get read for filth for not being ready. Stop taking so many notes. Just make a bullet point, Jameer. I'm gonna start you over so you can get a clean clip because I already know you're gonna post some shit. But that right there, that right there, uh 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 uh. Nunu, do you have something to say? Please don't come in here and talk to me about nursing because I don't give a shit about that right now. No, no. So. On the Travis Scott and everything, you know, they making it out as him being demonic and everything like that. And I'm like, well, you already know if you know all about the signs and everything like that, you already know, like you said, what type of energy you're about to go into. Then you already know you signed up for that. Mm -hmm. That's what you signed up for. But I do agree with you. I think that um, they could have stopped it. And I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the city that gave him the key that was supposed to protect him and the city, which are the security, the officers that were hired and the the actual um, the actual place where it took where it took place at. You know, they knew how many people the moment that that happened is when they should have directed right then and there, hey, we're shutting down everything. And, and you know, yeah, that and that was that. And they should have already had barricades already made. What do you think about the, what do you think about the nine-year-old that was there? That was horrible. And I'm, I'm just being honest. My nine-year-old ain't going to nothing like that. It's not right. going, first of all, my nine-year-old is not going to be in the crowd by himself. What is a nine-year-old even doing there by himself? Yeah, did no, he it was, sneak away from home? I want to know more about that story. Did he sneak away from home? Like, did he run away and didn't tell his mama or something or his parents? Wait, wait, wait the nine-year-old went to the festival by himself. I don't. I don't. I mean, you just. How do you die by yourself? Where was the parents? Yeah, they don't even say that the parent was with him. Yeah, that was tragic. That was that was a lot. Well, listen, um, I appreciate your point of view because you know you are a day oneer, and yeah. yeah, it was crazy. I wouldn't let my I wouldn't even take my dog to that festival. It's just too much going on. Like um, you said, it's a certain energy. Like you said, Jason, it's a certain energy that he brings, and so you already anticipate that. 
Just like when you go to a rock concert, you already anticipate the mosh and, and everything like that. Stop, you know, it, it, it was sad that the only two people that got sued, even though there weren't the only headliners, was Drake and him. Really? Really? That's what we do? Get well, out of somebody here. Said that, somebody said he was on his dad's shoulders when the kid passed out. Oh, oh, and his dad passed out. Oh, wow. Look, look, this is just traumatic all the way around. Thank you. Yeah, we have to continue to follow it. It was a lot. All right. Uh, Sharon, you want to you wanna roll it? Oh, wait, wait. Before we get ready, Sharon, <laughs> somebody's on the phone. Somebody's on the phone. Let's just take that call. Okay. Hey. Hi. Hey, Jason, it's Zaydon. Hey, Zaydon. Hey, I decided... Hey, hey, Jason, I decided to call in this week, and I have to tell you, amazing show. It's Thank super you. great. I mm-hmm. love it. And um, what, what did you what did, what did you let's let's do a gag let's do a gag review real quick. What do you think about Sharon and Jameer not being ready? First of all, not being ready is unprofessional. The internet's fucking up. I can't hear what the fuck you're saying, Jameer. You're taking too many fucking notes. This is gagging. Come with the reads, okay? Come with the reads and be on point. Y'all all do all this talking, all these note taking. Zaydon's the first to ever do it now. Y'all can talk a lot of shit about Zaydon, but I was the first to ever do it the very beginning. I always come with new ideas. So, Jason, let's talk about Asheville real fast. Tragic situation. Wait, 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 wait. Sharon and Jameer, do either one of you want to respond before he reads his assessment? Am I on mute? No, we hear you. Okay, yeah, the, uh, the tragic situation, Zaydon, is your hair. Okay, now see, bitch, I, I did not want to have to read you or anything like that. And as I, I do know that uh, Jason gave you the go, but I'm gonna need you to go and tread lightly, motherfucker. Okay, because let me tell you something, Zaydon, you don't run shit. Okay, so I'm gonna put it easy on you because I was the one that was nice to you last week, and Belen tore you to fucking shreds, and I can do that too. But let's keep it cute, Zaydon. I know that's hard for you to do, seeing what you look like. But I'm taking Amber Lynn to judge Jason. Can I can I say something? Go ahead, Jamir. Can I say something real quick, Zaydon? First of all, Zaydon. First of all, you know you was very cringe ready to watch. First of all, second, you sound like Medea, so you can stand over there and be Medea's voiceover. And third of all, my nigga, you come on here looking like that nigga from. Fucking South Park with his fucking hoodie like this. So we not about to sit here. We not about to sit here and come at people. All right, Zayn, I let you slide a couple of times. All right, I calmed down because Jason told me to calm down the first episode. And you sounding like you underwater, Zaydon. So what's going on with your connection, boo? What's going on? He in McDonald's. Can you hear me now? Can you hear no, me? No, no, we still can't hear you. Every episode, you try to make me the villain. I'm the villain, but guess what? The villain Please always has the main role. Keep that in mind. Now, can we talk about Astro Jason? Sure, go ahead. Okay, Astro. Tragic situation. Let me tell you. I want to say the condolences to the family for having their lost their loved ones. I'm from Houston, okay. Jason. There was an Astro World uh, theme park that got closed down. There was a reason why they closed the Astro World down. Uh, one of the people snuck out of the astral world and was uh, caught breaking into my house when I was like three years old. 
So, oh my that, gosh, everything is about Zaydon. Zaydon, uh, at this point in time, Barack Obama tried to break into your house, bitch. Nobody cares about you that much, Zaydon. Let's move on, Zaydon. I'm sorry. Let's get into the messy report, everybody. I, I want to first start off with, uh, you know, I send my condolences out to Travis Scott, Travis Scott, and the people that were affected. I really do. Um, I don't think that this is Travis Scott's fault. Um, Zaydon, also take notes. This is how you take over and how a real bitch does it. You're just a bitch. I'm the bitch that takes over. So um, I really do. I send my condolences out to his family. And I, and I don't think it's his fault. I think that it was irresponsible to have a nine-year-old there. I think that um, at the end of the day, you can see in the video, I don't think he was trying to do damage control. I think that he really felt hurt. I think he was really affected by it. And, and you know, and so my, my, my condolences go out to everybody that was affected. Now, Jason, I want to get into you real quick and your dog. Let me tell you, Jason, what you're having is rich people problems. Okay, because us normal folks, what we do is we go buy a dog, we get him a fucking dog bowl and tell that bitch to eat. If he shit in the house, we whoop his ass and put his nose in it and then take him outside. Um, and then that's the end of it. That dog will be trained in two weeks. So, Jason, it's okay. Your dog is going to appreciate you so much better because of all the shit you're doing for him and her. Okay, but it's, it's, it's rich folks problems, Jason. It's rich folks problems. I, I hate to break it to you. So, you know, I, I'm, but they are cute. They are, they are adorable. Now, let's get into this Michael Rappaport looking motherfucker, okay? This Babs Bunny looking motherfucker. I told y'all this when he was trying to go in on Kevin Durant, okay? We have to stop letting these motherfucking white bitches think that they have a place and that they can speak on us because then the white people think they can take over in that kind of way. Hence, what happened on motherfucking uh, Instagram. Now, how are you going to treat our culture different than Adam? And we are the reason that y'all are making the billions, bitch. It's, it's starting to feel a little bit like internet slavery so get it together or all of us are going on strike you know that's not true because when do black people ever stick together so that's probably not going to happen um Kanye West, Kanye West. Now, I think it's great that his crazy ass is finally speaking out, but I do have to disagree with you, Jason. I think that his album Donda was better than motherfucking uh, Drake's whiny bitch ass. Um, and 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 I gotta say, I, I'm with Kanye on that. <laughs> now, Kanye West, I was on your side until you came for Big Sean and John Legend. Now, bitch, I know everything ain't clicking right upstairs, but let me just help you out. They didn't support you, Kanye, because of politics. They support they didn't support you because bitch, you was going crazy. Okay, you was best friends with motherfucking Trump. What the fuck did you expect? None of us supported you, Kanye. None of us supported you, okay? And John Legend, if I was you, I'd watch out and use uh, that damn um, Kanye West as, as a roadmap because that's going to be you really soon with Christy if you keep going down the road that you're going, meaning being with this dumb white bitch. Now, Caitlin, you know you are dead wrong. Here goes another person inserting themselves in black people's business. We know we got a killer on our side, allegedly. We know that. We know he a killer. That ain't on you for you to speak, bitch. Let me let me who who killed Bruce? Bitch, you killed Bruce. Uh, you murdered uh, Bruce. No, no, no. Wrap wrap the mess your point. Put the disclaimer up. Okay. Let me just send this shit over to her because I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> okay. Hold on. And, okay, I'll move on past that, but I did like Bruce more. No, no, no. no. Listen, uh, what's the saying? What is your saying? Say it. Hold on, Jason. Jason, okay, you making me laugh. Hold on. There is nothing too messy for the messy report. And we cover the mess so you don't have to stress.
Go flight out of here. Go bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Put the, put, myself. Uh, put the disclaimer back up. Just go ahead, Jimmy. Just leave that up. Just go. Just go. All right. So um, yeah, so it does it does seem like there is a lot of mis uh, misplaced anger being placed on Travis Scott, as opposed to everyone involved taking equal responsibility. He was called out by fat ass Piers Morgan. He was called out by the police chief. And Ben Crump is even helping the nine-year-old's family sue him for the events that happened. And I do agree with you, Jason. Why is a nine-year-old at a concert? I, I don't agree with that at all. And I'm happy you brought up the deaths at the festival because there was a festival on August 13th, 2011 um, at the Indiana, Indiana State, um, State Fair. It collapsed and killed 56 people. And they was waiting to see Sugar Land. And the difference with that is, yes, they were sued by those families but they wasn't dragged in the media like Travis is being dragged in the media. And we're going to call it what it is. It's because he's a black man making all of this money off of a successful festival. So I agree with you. And that's why I, uh, I rock with you because you tell it how it is. And yeah, um, with the whole Kanye West thing, um, I normally do take it for Kanye West because I do feel like he is very misunderstood. And I feel like he tried to say a lot of things and his delivery is always wrong. But this time he got me fucked up. Like, he really tripped and talking about some Big Sean is the biggest mistake he made. Like, you, number one, you owe that nigga $6 million. I feel like once Big Sean went online and said that he allegedly. owed him $6 million, allegedly, um, that's when he started to feel like that. And for him to say that Big Sean and John Legend was in was um working with the Democrats, we all saw Kanye West, Monica Lewinsky, and Donald Trump in the motherfucking overall. Allegedly. Allegedly. And a biggest mistake, Big Sean, so he had three platinum albums, five top 20 singles, and Kanye West has a history of doing this to his artists. So Kanye West, I'm not feeling you on this one, and I do agree with Sharon. I do think Donna was better, better than Certified Loverboy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me find the right thing for that, hold on. Bitch, you tried it. You, 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 mm. Caitlyn Jenner. Jason, can she please identify as a thumb at this point? It don't even look like she's trying to be a fucking woman at this point. Like, she literally is the mother of a model and a beauty mogul, Kylie Jenner. And she looks like that. is ugly. Thank you. She ugly as fuck. Like, at this point, I don't think she deserved to be called a she. She need to be called a thumb and a they. And I hope that's not offensive to the thumb and they community. But... Take that John somewhere because she obviously ain't trying to be a woman. And um, that's all I got to say, Jason. Oh, about your dogs. Where my dog at? Uh, Chulo, come here. Can I show you my dog? I got to meet Chulo. I got to meet Chulo. Hey, Chulo. <clears throat> you look annoying, too. All right, <laughs> what you think about um, what's going on over there with Travis and all that? So um, I just want to say rest in peace to everybody who passed away. Um, I think that whoever was videotaping and all of the people that stampeded all the rest of the people, they all need to be held responsible. They all need to take portions out of their pocket to pay for whatever funerals, whatever hospital bills, whatever, everything, because that was unnecessary. We're all adults. We need to realize that, you know, if we decide to, to ambush or rush a stage that we could potentially harm people, I know that it happens and it does, but it's not his fault. It's the people's fault. Everybody should be held responsible. He was just doing his thing. Everybody's been in fucking in the pandemic and been inside just like Travis been needing to make money. They've been needing to go and see a concert. 
So we all, you know what I'm saying, have to be held responsible. It had nothing to do with Travis. I feel sorry for him. Uh, you know, just rest in peace to everybody. For Kanye, I feel like, you know, this is what happens when mental illness is mixed with liquor. Because at the end of the day, like, <laughs> I couldn't understand the damn thing that he had to say. And I could care less. As far as Caitlyn Jenner, this decomposing ass mummified bitch, I believe he needs to shut his mouth. Even if OJ did her, kill, you her, know, whoever the fuck her, he killed, her, her. it's none of your business. You know what I'm saying? I think that you need to sit the fuck down and I need you I need you to stop sipping on this fucking embalming fluid. You bitch ass nigga, you look like you're dead. You look like, you know what I'm saying? You need to go ahead and, and stop talking. You're mad because your wife's pussy got stretched out by OJ and it was never the same afterwards. So that's why you became a bitch because you said it, it, it must not be the pussy Amber, is not Amber, my dick. Amber, Amber, Amber um, <laughs> Sharon came back. She had an extra seat on that flight. Bye. Take a phone call. Put me back on the screen. They that you know what? Y'all need to go. Y'all need to go where Chanel is at to boarding school. Hello. Hello. Next call. Why my sinus is clearing up now? Hello. Hi. Hi, Jason. How are you? Bitch, I'm all right. I'm gagging. Okay. So I'm going to touch on the Travis Scott situation. Un unfortunately, um, I would have to say that. Wait, why, 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 why are you whispering? Are, why are you whispering? Are you hiding? No. Can you hear me? No, yes. no, no. Can you hear me? I'm actually yes. at work. I'm sorry. But I, I have to watch you every Tuesday while I'm at work. But I was just basically calling in to touch on the Travis Scott situation. I mean, I've been to several concerts and I know how it goes with the pushing and like the mosh pits and everything. And it's very, very, very sad what happened to the nine-year-old little boy. But I would feel like partially to blame would be Travis Scott just because it was his set. Everybody is saying, oh, no, he's not to blame and everything else. But he's partially to blame because it happened on his set. Now, if it would have happened with Drake, if it would have happened with all the other artists. But it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it was his festival ultimately. So it was all his set. His name, his face was everywhere. It's his festival. It, exactly. That's why they're dragging him like that. It's unfortunate that he has to be dragged. But they're looking at it as oh, he got money, we're going to go after him. Mm. And it's sad to do that to a Black person. Mm. Yeah, it is. And I don't know that it's necessarily fair, but thank you for calling and telling what you think. Hello? There's no more callers? Oh, there are? Take some more callers. Go. Hello? Hello? All right. Hello? Yeah, Jason, all right, but uh, I just want, as a Travis Scott fan, I just want to say RIP. So all the people that lost their lives, you know, I've been to two Travis Scott shows thus far. And from what I've seen, the mosh pits are uncontrollable. Okay. Like, and I bought my seats further up in like the top, top, top row, seeing everybody else wild and go crazy. Now, even though I feel like, you know, Travis, he's not the sole person to, bl to blame. He does take a large part of responsibility because at a lot of his shows, he does encourage his fans to ignore security to a certain degree 
But that being said, I keep seeing all these people on Instagram talking about all these like fake spiritual people talking about oh, how this is like a demonic ritual and all this other BS. Like, I can understand people who actually survived that crazy ass show losing faith in Travis, but all to the all the all the, all the other motherfuckers out there that's like trying to just talk crazy about Travis, y'all need to zip the lip, man. Let that man like, you know, do what he has to do and pay his respects to the families and you know and just make up for 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 what's happened because it's just a fucked up situation. I just don't like how people are trying to use religion and all this other stuff to try to you know tear this man down. But that aside, uh. Kanye. Kanye needs to fucking chill the fuck out too, man. I mean, I love Kanye, but he's talking all this craziness about everybody else, but he was out here playing footsies in the White House with the lemon with the lemonhead man, uh freaking making all his freaking ancestors and all his fans pretty much turn over in their freaking graves. Like, this is nuts. And lastly, uh Zaydon, him and Braitlin need to like chill the fuck out and pipe down. You don't run the show, Jason runs the show. Okay, stop trying to be a goddamn sidekick and just sit back. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, let's take one more caller. Hi. Hello. Hi. What's going on, Jason? You tell me. You call Can in. we get What's right up? to it? I want to start with Kanye West. First of all, he can go sit his Wellabruchin, Zoloft, Prozac ass down because Big Sean was hidden. Remember when he came out with Bless? You can't tell me you didn't feel that shit when he was rocking Bless. I love Big Sean. Absolutely. So Kanye West can go on somewhere and sit down because Big Sean, I feel like Big Sean put his stamp in the, in the industry. Can we get to Astro Girl? My condolences to all those people. My eight-year-old wouldn't have been nowhere near no Travis Scott uh, concert. And there is a video with him telling his crowd to fuck um, a Patreon up because he tried to take his shoe. So I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence with that. And let me just put this out here. As soon as the world turn their back on Travis Scott, Kylie going to get the fuck out of Dodge. So I hope he uh, keep that in the back of his mind while everybody dragging his ass. I do think he's innocent. I don't think he should be canceled. But pay attention to the people around him because once it gets too hot, Kylie going to get the second. Sure. Well, what I think is interesting about this whole conversation is Kylie slept with Drake. Allegedly. What uh, Anyway, that's... Remember Travis and Kylie? Travis and Kylie had a break. Kylie went to Travis's birth... I mean, Travis... Travis and Kylie had a break. Kylie went to Drake's birthday party. The whole rumors that they hooked up. Then there were rumors that Drake was with Kim. They all live in the same neighborhood. You never lived in an apartment complex and went around to different units? I mean, it's the same. Just got flowers and fucking security in the front. Y'all act like these rich people are different than y'all. Y'all live in the same goddamn building, fucking all y'all neighbors, and y'all judge them. But whatever. I don't know. Who am I? Thank you, Lucky. Lucky, I'm about to come over. All right, y'all. Look, that's enough for me. It's thoughts and prayers. <clears throat> I just said all the um, mucus was gone. I literally was about to open my mouth, and I think one part was just about to hang down in my throat. 
My throat's been lonely. Anyway, have you ever just stopped and just thought, what if? What if the life I'm living isn't all that is coming for me? All that's coming for me. Am I doing enough? Am I making a stamp on this world? Am I walking for my purpose? What if I was to do more? And those are common questions that run through everyone's head, including mine. But you know what? Separates the greats and the legends and the icons from the ones who we've forgotten about is the fact that they didn't let the what if stop them. They took all of the questions, doubts, and fears and channeled them into greatness. They walked in their purpose and they made something happen. This week, take care of yourself and take all of the fears that are stopping you from walking in your full potential and throw them to the side so you can lace up your shoes and walk into your destiny. I also want to say that I'm excited to announce <clears throat> that Hollywood Unlocked Studios opens December 1st here in Hollywood. I'm opening up a place for people to create their own podcast, to come and do photo shoots. More importantly, I'll be there a lot. I'll be doing all my biggest interviews there because I'm now going to be doing my interviews in person. And so starting at the top of the year, actually starting next week, I'll be sitting down with some of your favorite celebrities and bringing you those interviews again, the interviews that you like to see. So all new set, all new vibe, all new everything. And I'm excited. But more importantly, once the website is up, I'll tell you where to go and to get the uh to sign up if you want to rent the space. It's available to anybody who wants to use it. And it's going to be really nice. We have valet parking, free snacks. We're going to be having a bar there if you need to get a sip. We have all the equipment you need to do your podcast. So if you want to invest in building your own thing, get in early. Because once my courses go live, baby, it's going to be real hard to get in that bitch. All right, look, that's it for Gagging with Jason Lee. We're going to be back at it next Tuesday. And Roland Ray told me he's coming on the show. So I got to figure out if he's coming next week or not. Make sure you stay tuned. But until then, stay connected to me on all social media, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Also, go to HollywoodUnlocked.com. Register for our daily newsletter. Also, if you uh, want to listen to us at work so you don't get in trouble, you can stream us. Because as much as we're a live show, we're also a podcast. Here we are. We're everywhere. All right, look, catch me in these gagging streets. If you want to holler, text me, 310-388-6463. I'm about to go to Bigo. So download the app and come find me there. Okay, until then, I'm out. Peace. Thank you.